The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds, 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It is the Blitz on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. He's Joe Reinagel. I'm Jason Minix. Cowboys-Eagles week. Let's talk about it with Shereen Williams from Pro Football Talk who joins us now on the Buyers Barricades guest line. Shereen, how's your Tuesday? Shereen? I think she lost us. Or we lost her. Fletch, can Maybe. you try to reconnect, make sure she's good to go? That it sounds kind of weird. It does happen. <laughs> Technology is wonderful when it works. All I heard was a hello? Yeah. <laughs> That's usually not a good sign. Technology is good uh-huh. when it works. And and again, you think about the game coming up for the Dallas Cowboys. Because it's the Eagles. It is national television Sunday night. But the Cowboys have a chance to get at least to tie your first place in the NFC East with a win. Yeah. And, and Philadelphia coming off of a loss. I don't know if it's good or bad to get that team after they got embarrassed. Let's talk about it. Shereen, do we have a good connection? I'm good. I can hear you guys. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. You know, I, I, hopefully the connection uh, between uh, C.D. Lamb and Dak Prescott remains as good as this line right now and not what we had a second <laughs> ago because that, that's what it's all about. You know, it, it, it's interesting. Is it better for the Cowboys or worse, or does it matter that they get an Eagles team that got embarrassed their last time out? Yeah, I don't know that it matters. I mean, I you know, they did, and, and they certainly are going to be ready to play, but I think the Eagles were going to be ready to play regardless of how they played last week. But, you know, this is a scenario we talked about last week. If the Eagles lost and Cowboys won, that they were going to be playing for first place, and that's where they are. So the Cowboys have to be excited about uh, where they are and a chance to, to beat a team with a winning record and a, a team that everybody had going to the Super Bowl before last week and, you know, all of that. So they have they have a, a big chance here and a lot to prove, and, and we'll find out exactly what this team is made of and if they do have a chance. If they go out and beat the Eagles, I think we're all going to be saying, all right, they've got a chance. 49ers are still the favorites, no doubt about that, after what they've done to the Eagles and Cowboys. But they've got a chance. And, and, and when you get to the playoffs, that's all you want. Well, Shereen, you know, I've been looking forward to this time of year because the Cowboys, we are going to see what they're made of. We've got Philly this week, then you're on the road at Buffalo, on the road at Miami, then you come home for Detroit. Going to be a test for the Cowboys as they get set for the playoffs. Yeah, it really will. You know, this stretch of the season is going to be a good test for them to see exactly where they are. We're going to find out. And, you know, if they can win out over this stretch, I think we are talking about, hey, it could be the Cowboys and 49ers here um, for the NFC title. I think they'd be the two favorites going going into the, the playoffs. So that's what you want. That's the position you want to be in. You want to be riding a hot streak. And if they're able to do that, they will be riding a hot streak, and we will be saying that, hey, the Cowboys have a chance to really do something special, something they haven't done since 1995. You know, we say that, and I've been saying this, uh, you know, regular seasons are great, and back-to-back 12-win seasons, and they're probably going to get at least 12 this year. They've got to get it done in the postseason. 
Although the other night against Seattle was the first time since he got hurt that I think we all missed Trayvon Diggs. And that defense did not have a great game. Dak had to carry them to a win. That's not the formula that this Cowboys team was built on. Should there be concern about what we saw from Dan Quinn and his defense against the Seahawks? Well, I think the good thing was that you saw they were able to win offensively when the defense wasn't all there because they did have a bad night. Deron Bland, despite the interception, was not very good. Um, and, and so I do think that's something of a concern. But I also think you've seen them win with special teams this year. You've seen them win with defense this year. And you've seen them win with offense this year. So they've been able, for the most part, to get it done with whatever unit they needed to get it done from. So... You know, I, to me, that's the encouraging thing is they're not just built on offense. They're not just built on defense. They have both that, that when that unit's called upon, or actually all three, when that unit's called upon, they've been able to make the plays that were necessary to win most of their games. So that, that to me, is, is the good sign for this team. They're not built on just one side of the ball. So, in other words, you know, the Browns, if they don't play very good defensively, the Browns don't have a chance to win, period, in the story. And I think we saw that on Sunday especially with the quarterback situation. But with the Cowboys, if the defense isn't playing very well, then the offense, all right, you've got to score more points maybe than, than you've had to score in any game this year. So go do it. And they did. So, you know, I, I think that's a good thing for the Cowboys. If, if they can win any way you want them to win, any way they need to win. You know, Shereen, and, and, and maybe I'm just, you know, poking the bear here, as, uh, uh-huh. as, as, as they say. But it's it's – it was interesting the other night on Thursday night because I think it was Kirk Herbstreet who made the comment that it looked like that Seattle offensive line was pushing the Cowboys defensive line around. And I know there are a little bit undersized, the Cowboys uh, defensive line, but is that a problem? I know no other teams have been able to do that, but it seemed like Seattle was able to get that done. Well, you know, I think when you look at the two teams that one of which, at least one of which they're probably going to have to go through to get where they want to go, and that's the 49ers and the Eagles, they have really good offensive lines, two of the best offensive lines in football. So I think this week is going to tell us a little bit about if that's the case, if there needs to be a little bit of concern with that defensive line, because the Eagles are, I think, every bit as good or better than than the Seahawks offensive line. So let's withhold judgment until we see what they can do this week at home against the Eagles. Um, if they have a good day, then, then I don't think there's probably all that much concern. If, if they don't, then yeah, then I think we address it next week and we're going to be talking about it that, you know, what are they going to do because they were just overmatched um, the, uh, the defensive line against the Eagles' offensive line. Shereen Williams from Pro Football Talk joining us here on the Blitz. And yeah, in the trenches is, is, is certainly important. But, you know, the quarterback play, it, it, it's interesting because it's been evolving really since the San Francisco game. But Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy seem to be in lockstep with what they're doing. Is it more Mike McCarthy giving Dak more freedoms during the play at the line of scrimmage with what he's seeing? Or, or is it the other way around? I'm trying to figure out what has finally clicked between those two after a clunky start. I don't know, but it sure seems like it has clicked. And whoever you want to give the credit to, I think they both deserve probably 50% of the credit. And, and I do think Mike McCarthy, if, you know, look, if the Cowboys are able to win the NFC East, 
I think the Cowboys are getting a lot of postseason awards. I think we're going to be talking about Dak Prescott for MVP. I think we're going to be talking about Mike McCarthy for head coach of the year. I think we're going to be talking about Dane Quinn for assistant coach of the year. All of those things. If they don't win the NFC East, realistically, it doesn't matter how well Dak Prescott plays. He's not probably not going to win MVP award. This has got to be a team effort. To get individual awards, it has to be a team effort. It can't just be the quarterback playing really well, the defense stinks, the special team stinks, the coaching stinks, and we win three games. I mean, that, that doesn't win you awards, individual awards. It has to be a team award first where the team is winning divisions and competing for championships to say that's the team that has the MVP, that's the team that has the coach of the year, that's the team that has the assistant coach of the year, whatever the award is. Normally, these awards don't go to players on really bad teams and there are really great players on really bad teams. So if the Cowboys do what they think they can do, which is win the division, which is be a contender, then all those awards and everything are going to come to all those guys, and everybody's going to get credit. McCarthy's going to get credit, and Dak's going to get credit. You know, Shereen, I just, I, and I think, and I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this, I think the Cowboys have to win the division if they have designs on the Super Bowl. I'm not sure this team can go to San Francisco, go to Philadelphia, yeah. and, and beat those teams. Agree with you completely. I, I think that's going to be the key to this thing. I think they do have to win out to win the division. I really do. I think that's going to be necessary because I'm with you. If you look at their record on grass and their record at home and their record on turf, then, yes, I, they're going to win their first round. Who, Whatever, whether it's the Eagles or Cowboys that gets that fifth seed, they're going to win that first round game. There's no, no question in my mind about that, whether it's New Orleans or, or Tampa or Atlanta. They're, whoever gets that fifth seed is going to win that first playoff game. But then it gets real. Then you're going to have to go to San Francisco or you have to go to Philadelphia. You're going to have to win that. And then you're probably going to have to go to San Francisco or Philadelphia and you're going to have to win that. And that's really hard to do on back-to-back weeks. So I'm with you. They need to win the division. If they, if they have designs on going to the Super Bowl, and they obviously do, it needs to be a division win. And then you get that at least that, I mean, they're in contention for the number one overall seed, but you get that first-round game at home, and then you're probably going to get that. You're competing for it anyway. It may come down to that Detroit game, but get that number two seed. And then, hey, you've got the divisional round at home, too. And you're only going to have to go on the road and play on grass one time if you if you win those two games. You know, that all sounds great, Shereen. I still don't think the Cowboys win the NFC East. Uh, I don't either, but <laughs> I think I think this time next week we're going to know a whole lot more. And, I, I, you know, they are really good at home. There's no question sure. about that. And, and I just, you know, if they if they tie right now with, with the Eagles and, and win this game, then, then they certainly got a shot at it. But they are going to have to win out, and they do have some really hard games. And I don't know that they win out. But and, and the Eagles' schedule is so easy. It is. And, and that's why I say they're going to have to win out. So you're going to have to beat some really good teams. I don't care, Buffalo, how bad they are or whatever. You know, the, they're up and down, inconsistent they are. That's a really hard place to play. And it's a really hard place to play in December. And it's going to be a really hard place to play. Uh, for the Cowboys, and the Bills are used to playing there, even though it is on turf. That's going to be a really hard game. Um, but, yeah, it, you know, if they're able to do that, again, if they're able to win out, we're going to be sitting here talking at the end of the year. This is a really good t- team. 
it's a championship team. Now they just got to go do it in the postseason. And guess what? They only have a one-away game to do it. They can win two games at home. That's what we've got to be talking about, Joe. You're exactly right. To get to where they want to go, they've got to win the division. And I'm, I'm with you. I don't think that they win the division, but they've got a chance. And right here today, that's all they, that's all they want. They believe they can beat the Eagles. They believe they can win out. So we're going to find out the rest of the way. Shereen Williams from Pro Football Talk here on the Blitz as she is every Tuesday. You had a great tweet the other night during the uh, Cowboys Seahawks game on Thursday night. Feels like it was so long ago. Uh, I had to go look it up because I remember I was like, I'm going to ask her about this. Great tweet. Aside from the 18 penalties for 252 yards, this has been a highly entertaining game. <laughs> um, how. I, I, how big of a, an officiating problem does Roger Goodell have right now? I think they have a huge problem, and I don't think they have any intent to fix it. I think they're fine with it because it's controversial. And what do we talk about after the games? We're talking about, you know, they don't. I don't think they care that if even if we're talking about the penalties or if we're talking about the calls that weren't made or you know the game last night, some of the calls know that that were not real good Sunday night some of the calls weren't real good even the standalone games you know you end up talking about some of the officiating but I don't think they care enough to fix the problem but I do think it's a problem and I and I think it's a big problem in the NFL and and the only way you know go back to that Rams Saints game for the NFC championship game um on the on the no call and the obvious pass interference and what they do they tried to fix it with temporary uh, replay for interference calls and that lasted one year and it wasn't very successful so that's their you know they take the band-aid approach whatever the problem is we're going to put a band-aid on it so until something happens in the postseason like that they're going to put a, if something happens and, and it very well could again this this postseason then you put the band-aid on it and you know, you, you you try to fix it temporarily, and then people forget about it. So nobody's for, nobody's remembering that Rams-Saints game until it happens again. And they go, oh, yeah, they never fixed that problem. So I think they're fine with it the way it is, but I do think it's a huge problem. Shereen wow. Williams, follow her on Twitter, at NFL Shereen. Reader at Pro Football Talk, watch her there as well. Shereen, enjoy the week. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Shereen Williams on the Buyer's Barricades guest line where they provide traffic control rental and sales for San Antonio and beyond online at buyersbarricades.com.